Hey, welcome back to Everyday Economics, the podcast that helps you learn about the economic world happening around you every day. I'm your host, Chris Crew, president of the 501c3 nonprofit Franklin News Foundation. Everyday Economics is a production of America's Talking Network. You can check out all of our great podcasts at americastalking.com. To support Everyday Economics and podcasts just like this one, please make your tax-deductible charitable contribution by clicking the link in the show description. We are recording today's episode on Thursday, May 25th. And joining me as always, my partner, Dr. Rafi Devangi, PhD economist. We talk about a lot of reports and a lot of, um, you know, try to convey information to people to help them to make sense, of course, of, of, of the economy and, and how it works and different parts of it that might be applicable to them and just answer questions that we think that, that average people might be asking. And you and I, I think just for the record, you and I consider ourselves to be average people, right? So we're making this for our tribe here. But the Federal Reserve Stability Report recently came out and I have my hand up in the air. I had not previously been aware that there was such a thing. And so there's all kinds of data, all kinds of reports that are coming out. What makes the Federal Reserve Stability Report of interest to Americans who want to understand the economy? Remember the Fed's job, right? Price stability, uh, right? So low and stable inflation, but also low unemployment. So very much stuff the American people should care about because we all want jobs and we don't want prices to grow out of control because it matters for our lives, our da- our daily lives, our future, et cetera, et cetera, right? And so important, the financial stability report kind of summarizes the Federal Reserve's framework for assessing the resilience of the U.S. financial system and basically presents the board, the Federal Reserve Board, a current assessment of where we are, like where we are uh, where households, how households are doing, businesses are doing. You know, we talked about uh, commercial real estate on another podcast, right? And so, you know, it gives us a good picture of how resilient the U.S. economy is and how well people are doing. So let's talk about what the picture tells you. So the stability report for May is out. And, and if, you know, if you would like to read more about this, you know, listening to us here at Everyday Economics, if you'd like to go and read the financial stability report, there's no magic to it. Just go to federalreserve.gov, federalreserve.gov, and you'll be able to find the May financial stability report. Um, but, oh, what does it say to you? Well, it, it says to me that we're in pretty good shape. Uh, you know, you see, you know, you, they report on valuations, right? like in real estate, uh, for example, and, you know, still pretty high. Commercial real estate, still pretty high. Uh, households still have somewhat some some excess savings, so things are. Let's put it this way: things are deteriorating, but households and businesses are still in pretty good shape, and the financial system is still very sound and resilient. And you don't have, you know, the types of issues that you see, like the YouTubers claiming, right? That like, oh, there's a big crash coming. There's a, right. No, I mean, this looks. Pretty good. I mean, things are deteriorating and they're supposed to, given the Fed has raised its key rate policy rate by five percentage points in the last year. Very much a record. I think it's it, we haven't seen anything like that since the 1970s. But everything looks good here. It looks good in the sense that Americans are taking that on the chin and they had a, a lot of buffer going into this hiking cycle. Right. A ton of excess savings. And they're still spending. So, you know, the kind of the, the key the key summary here is like, for example, real estate valuations remain very elevated, even though activity weakened, right? You saw in the 
prices for housing not tumbling all that much. No, no, no. In my in my market, I mean, there's a there, the scarcity of homes coming onto the market is is impacting prices in the seller's favor in a in a pretty remarkable way right now. Based on the on the data analysis from like the Zillow's estimate and the Redfin, totally the real estate market, you know, activity fell because supply and buyers felt pulled back, but also sellers pulled back. So valuation stayed somewhat high, elevated. You look at another one that they talk about in this report, that household debt, right? Household debt. We've talked about debt increasing, but debt remained at modest levels relative to GDP and was concentrated among prime rated borrowers. In other words, the people who are taking out loans right now have excellent credit. They're doing very, very well. And so when you hear the YouTubers talking about, oh my goodness, debt levels have increased, there's going to be a crash. People won't be able to repay their bills. Well, look, the people who are taking out debt have excellent credit. And the debt debt extension, debt is being extended to people who have the means to repay, is what this is saying. Also, wage growth remains pretty elevated, right? And so, well, and by the way, you look at the stock market, you know, yes, there's been a ton of ups and downs, but you're looking at the stock market year to date and it's doing pretty well. There's some interesting sector growth. I don't know uh, if you happen to notice NVIDIA, the chip maker, but on the forefront of all that's going on with artificial intelligence and what people believe you know, AI's role could be in the future, a stock that was already valued around $300 a share went up another 25%, but in overnight trading, that was a pretty massive. But it was up 100%, over 100% last time I checked. That's crazy. Right? We had a little bit of risk, right? Uh, the, the bank trouble and the Fed acted, the Fed and Treasury acted swiftly to support the banking system. Now, it's likely that we're, you know, Again, the Fed own surveys show that basically there's some credit tightening underway, but you know, we're still uh, we're still in good shape. This is exactly what this report is showing. So what I'm seeing basically is that the 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 risk of a hard landing is is very low. I think unless something really major happens, you know, some shock, some crazy thing, I think we're on the path to a soft landing. You know, the US economy is still doing well. Let's bring it to a close there. Thanks again, Dr. O, for Orfe Divangi. This has been Chris Krug. Subscribe to Everyday Economics at americastalking.com. 